filled with teaching, truths and issues that matter. Bernie Diamond's A Different Perspective, part of Night Vision each weeknight. Details at vision.org.au. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, we do love a Tuesday, an opportunity to check on breaking news headlines as they come out of Israel and the Middle East. Ron Ross has been looking at headlines overnight. And welcome back to 2020 to you, Ron Ross. Thank you, Neil. Uh, Ron, let's start with one that is about uh, something quite significant over Alaska, where Israel and the USA have carried out a successful test of an Arrow 3 missile. How does the story look? Yeah, Arrow 3, which protects against long-range missiles, should join Israel's other defense systems, which include the Iron Dome, designed to intercept medium-range missiles, David Sling for medium to long-range rockets, and Arrow 2 for short and medium-range attacks. The Arrow 3 intercepted ballistic missiles beyond the atmosphere at unprecedented attitudes, altitudes rather, and speeds, Israel Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said. He added, today Israel has the ability to act against ballistic missiles that could be launched against us from Iran or anywhere else. This is a great achievement for the security of Israel. The successful test comes days after the United States said Iran has tested a medium-range ballistic missile that could potentially reach Israel, though Tehran countered that it was testing the missile for defensive purposes only. These successful tests mark a major milestone in the development of the Arrow Weapon System. Vice Admiral John Hill, Director of the U.S. Missile Defense Agency, said in a statement, This unique success in Alaska provides confidence in future Israeli capabilities to defend the developing threats in the region, he said. Ron, there's always posturing in the Middle East and certainly between Israel and the Palestinian Authority. Now the Palestinian Authority chairman, Mahmoud Abbas, says the Palestinian Authority is going to halt all agreements with Israel. What's the story? Yes, his announcement followed an emergency meeting after Israel raised Palestinian buildings it said were illegally built on the edge of Jerusalem. Agreements signed over the past 25 years cover many spheres of activity, including security cooperation. Israel has not yet responded to the move. Mr. Abbas said a committee would be formed to work out how to implement the decision. Tensions between Israel and the Palestinians have heightened in recent days after the demolition of the buildings in Wadi Humus, an area of Shur Bahia, which Israel's High Court said had been built too close to its West Bank barrier. Mr. Abbas blamed Israel for the latest step, accusing it of reneging on agreements first. Now, I've heard on the grapevine that there are some within the Palestinian Authority who oppose Abbas's plan, and it will be very interesting to see how that plays out uh, in the next few days. Another story with regard to Palestinians, and certainly uh, highlighting some cultural differences here, but a Palestinian journalist has told how Hamas brings children to the front line to die. Yeah, there's a stirring of Palestinian journalists 
states at the moment, and they're fighting against the censorship, the tight censorship that's been imposed upon them. So for a journalist to make a statement like this is very courageous. A Palestinian journalist has described in detail how Hamas operatives take children in buses to protest against Israel on the Gaza border. In a new documentary released by TPS, the journalist whose face is blurred and his voice distorted for security reasons says he has witnessed Hamas operatives taking chairs and sitting near the fence, eating seeds and watching people die. They bring children to the playgrounds and let them play and then encourage them to do whatever they can do to get close to the fence, the journalist told TPS. The documentary focuses on the March of Return riots, which started in March of last year. Some 2,200 terror-related incidents have been reported since the start of the riots, a combination of gunfire, explosive devices and Molotov cocktail attacks. One IDF soldier has been killed and several more wounded. By Palestinian estimates, more than 200 people have been killed, including children. The goal is to bias the general public opinion because the general public opinion is that the kids are safe, the journalist told TPS. Hamas exploit this to claim that Israel is killing our children. And might I just say, uh, Neil, that... Uh, in the church I belong to in Jerusalem, when an Arab came to the Lord, uh, we had to go into a secret room and pray with him and take them through the whole process of uh, acceptance of the Lord. Uh, and they had to decide whether they would tell their friends or not because they feared for their life once they uh, accepted Christ as their saviour. Uh, so the situation is very volatile. A big sacrifice to surrender to Christ and, of course, very disturbing the way Hamas does deal with children like that. Let's move on. We always like a good archaeology story, Ron. And now Goliath's birthplace has been uncovered in new excavations. Yes, archaeologists have discovered remains more ancient and impressive than those previously discovered at the Philistine city of Gath where the giant Philistine warrior Goliath was born and once lived. Previous excavations at the site, known as Telesapi, uncovered ruins dating to the 9th and 10th centuries BCE. But the new discovery suggests that the city of Gath was at its height in the 11th century BCE during Goliath's time. Goliath was the Philistine whom David of Bethlehem, the eventual second king of Israel and Judah, famously defeated in single combat, and it's reported in 1 Samuel 17. Together with Gaza, Ashkelon, Ashdon, and Ekron, Gath was one of the five Philistine cities until it fall in C830 BCE at the hands of Aramanian King Hazael. While archaeologists have known for decades that Tel Esafi contained the ruins of Goliath's birthplace, the recent discovery beneath the pre-existing site reveals that his native city was a place of even greater architectural grandeur than the Gath of a century later. Professor Aaron Meyer of Baralan University's archaeology department, who directed the discovery, uh, reported that the findings uh, make sense of the biblical accounts of massive giants like Goliath. Meyer said Gath was the largest city in the land at that time. 
and seemed to have had very, very impressive architecture. The Philistines were the dominant culture in the region, both politically and militarily, and probably culturally. Uh, wonderful find, and uh, it's going to create great excitement among the archaeologists at least. And we love these archaeology stories because they affirm the authenticity of the accounts we read in the scriptures. Another one too where there's a recently revealed staircase of a 3,500 years old palace relating to Joshua chapter 11. Yeah, a rare well-preserved staircase belonging to a 3,500-year-old palace has been uncovered at the Tel Hatsor archaeological site. The palace is believed to have been destroyed in the fire that ravaged Canaanite Hatsor, which is depicted in the Bible as part of the conquest of Israel, Joshua 11, verses 10 to 13. The staircase, which had not yet been completely uncovered in full, is believed to have led from the paved courtyard into the main entrance of the palace, which included walls towering over two metres. The stairs are 4.5 metres in width and made of basalt plates. The archaeological site is a project led by researchers from the Hebrew University, a group of students from France and volunteers from the United Kingdom, Germany, Spain, the United States, Canada and Australia. Most of the volunteers have worked there in the past and returned from another round of excavations. Ron, natural disasters, an enemy of historic and archaeological preservation of various sites, but there is a story that's emerged where an Israeli forest fire has spared a Christian shrine. Yeah, a forest fire in northern Israel that threatened a church where Christians believed the transfiguration of Jesus took place was extinguished without the shrine being damaged, firefighters said. The fire on Mount Tabor, where the Basilica of the Transfiguration is located, broke out on Thursday and had been put out by late Friday. But small fires had rekindled every so often, and teams at the site have been dealing with them, fire service spokesman Duty Perrette said. The church was not damaged, he said, noting the fire had burnt nearly 500 acres of shrubs, thorns and some trees. Police said arson was not suspected. Israel has been gripped by record high temperatures accompanied by dry conditions and strong winds over the past week, with wildfires reported across the country. The Basilica, built in 1924 by the Roman Catholic Franciscan Order, sits on top of the wooded Mount Tabor at a site where Christian Gospels say Jesus, accompanied by his disciples Peter, John and James, glowed with light and spoke with the prophets Moses and Elijah. Hundreds of thousands of pilgrims visit the church every year, and uh, it's amazing to see how it was preserved in this incredible fire. Always inspiring to hear these latest breaking news headlines, Ron Ross. Uh, They are an inspiration uh, no matter what way you look at them because uh, we're talking not only an up-to-date news story but also the references that you bring, the connections to the history, the biblical history of the nation of Israel and, of course, uh, oftentimes in what we talk about, uh, the bringing of an understanding about how these prophetic fulfilments continue to speak even today. Uh, Ron Ross, Thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts with us today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. 
Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.